Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining in. Um, I'm here with our, our Board of Health Director, Marianne O'Connor, for a weekly COVID-19 update. Now that we are in the red and this week would be our second week, we're going to try to answer any questions that have been coming in throughout the week, um, obviously through a robocall and through this commu community access. So, Miriam, like I said, we're in the red for the second week. If you could maybe explain what that means and how our numbers um, brought us there. Sure. Um, as with the rest of the state, we're certainly seeing an increase in cases uh, on a weekly basis. Uh, the, the state calculates them on a two-week total. Uh, of our cases, according to our population, are over 68 cases in those two weeks. Then we do... Um, end up having, according to their calculations, over eight case average a day, uh, which we have had again this week. We're close to 90 cases uh, this week. So we are in the red again. Um, if we are in the red again next week, uh, we do need to revert back to uh, phase three, step one. You know, we're currently in phase three, step two. Um, but we can, and we can talk about some of the, the governor's orders this week as that affects that as well. But um, there will be some changes uh, as far as impact on businesses and such um, next week if we remain in the red. Okay, thank you. So next week we've been, we'll find out on Thursday around 5 p.m. is when the state's data comes out. So we'll find out next Thursday if it would be our third week in the red, which we think may be the case, but we will let the public know for sure come next week when we find out. Um, and I know the governor is concerned, especially with the amount of cities and towns that went into the red last week. So he has enacted new orders. And one order that you maybe could explain first is the stay-at-home advisory from the hours of between 10 p.m. and 5 p.m., if maybe you could elaborate on that and what that means um, and what you've learned through your calls with the professionals over the last week. So it, it's not a curfew. A lot of people are referring it um, to it as a curfew. It's, it's a stay at home advisory. Uh, so we wanna be clear with that. And basically what that means is if you know what the governor is asking, if you don't have to go out after 10 p.m., um, please stay home. So if you have to go to a pharmacy or you obviously have a medical issue and you need to go, I mean, that's obviously fine, even going to the grocery store. Um, but it does affect businesses uh, as well. So particularly restaurants um, need to be closed uh, by 9.30. So if you're seated and served before 9.30, it doesn't mean you have to get up and leave without finishing your meal at 9.30. Um, you can finish your meal um, till 10, but they do need to close at 10. Um, any business that sells alcohol, liquor stores, uh, have to close, uh, by 10. Um, so it's, it's mostly it, retail stores are still open. Again, your pharmacies and such are still allowed to be open. Um, but it's public, public serving, uh, businesses. So gyms need to close, um, any personal services need to close, any, anything that serves the public in that way uh, needs, needs to be closed by 9.30 and out by 10. Now, if you have employees that have to work, obviously, you know, and it's between 10 and 5 a.m. 
So if you have employees that have to be in your place of business between 10 and 5 a.m., donut shops, for example, right? Got to make the donuts um, before yep. 5 a.m. That's fine. But but that's what it's mainly pointed right. at. Yeah. And I know that people have questioned, what if I need to walk my dog at 11 p.m.? Or if I need to go pick up, I just got home from work a little late and I need to go pick up some takeout food. All that is allowed as long as um, it's just takeout or you're walking your dog. What people have been questioning too is now with the new orders put put out by the governor, um, when they do those things, we now have to wear masks at all times when we're outdoors. So if you could explain that a little bit, I know that's people have a lot of questions as it relates to when am I required to wear a face covering unless I have a medical condition. So if we can just, if you could elaborate on that, that'd be great. So that's governor's order number 55. And all of these can be found on the mass.gov website as well, if people want to look up the orders and, and see the, the details. Um, but this new order around mask wearing is, pr- previously the order was if you could be six feet socially distant, you didn't have to wear a mask. Uh, that's gone. Now you need to wear a mask at all times, um, especially if you're in a public place indoors and outdoors at all time is required as well. So that six feet rule uh, for wearing a mask is no longer applicable. Um, And this goes for any public place. So any place that serves the public, if you're in your own private office behind closed doors and it's not open to the public, you don't have to wear a mask. But if you're open to the public, you have to have a mask on. Right, okay. Yes, as I sit in my office, I don't wear a mask, but if my door's open or somebody comes in to talk to me, then I put my mask on. Um, or if I go out in the hallway or to talk to my secretary, I put my mask on. Okay. Um, and then another order that changed, which is a serious change is the gathering sizes. Um, we are down to private indoor gatherings um, has been limited to 10. Private outdoor gatherings has been limited to 25. Public Indoor gatherings have been limited to 25 and public outdoor gatherings, either 50 or 100. Could you could maybe explain that? I know it's a little confusing and I have a question about that. So, so that's order 54 again. You can look it up on the mass uh, DACA website. So um, indoor gatherings are a maximum of 25 people now. Uh, for for public settings. Like you said, the private settings is different. Private is 10 and outdoors is 25. Public settings, indoors is 25. If you're a lower risk community, which we currently are, potentially until next week, um, the gathering outdoor maximum is 100. However, if you're considered a higher risk community, and that's after three weeks of being in the red, which we may be next week, the outdoor gathering limit is 50. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. So next week, if we are in the red, our public outdoor gathering size is limited down to 50. Correct. Um, big question in our community. We're a hockey town and hockey was canceled for two weeks. Everybody was pretty upset. If you could give an update on what came down today with regards to hockey. So the state just released their new guidance on um, youth recreational, outdoor, and indoor sports. Hockey is back as of tomorrow. Um, The only change or 
couple little cha- a couple changes, but the big change is they have to wear masks at all time. It used to be in high intensity play or activity, they, they allowed you to not have the mask on. That's gone. You have to have a mask on at all time while you're playing. Hockey can play games. Um, hockey teams have to keep a list of rosters. They have to make that roster available to your boards of health. If, um, God forbid, there's a positive, we need to be able to have a list of who is there. So that was an issue prior to as well. So those rosters must be made. And the other change is that locker rooms are now closed. Um, and, and then another big change that I heard about this morning and, and interesting, um, teams cannot play out of state. So uh, you need to, only Massachusetts teams can play in Massachusetts. So we can't have out of states coming in and Massachusetts teams can't be traveling to other states to play. Uh, and the travel orders obviously come into effect with that, the, the 14 day quarantine or testing if you return. So that's why they, they went that way. Um, and so had, a hockey, t- yeah, hockey team can't go to Pennsylvania and play okay. and come back. Okay, that's helpful. And a question came in um, earlier this morning to me, can, is it still, spect- are spectators still allowed? Hmm. Or not? Yeah, so limited to one in prior, one parent per child. It, did they mention that this morning? Yeah, they did. So prior, like you said, it was one. So what they've done is, indoor facilities, so that would include a hockey rink, right, uh, are now limited to 50% occupancy. Um, But they can have two adults and siblings, two adult chaperones and siblings um, attend. But again, they have to make sure they maintain that 50% occupancy. And again, this is for youth sports. There are no spectators allowed for 21 plus um, activities. And then uh, there's no because when we had the one limit, I, I guess folks would congregate in the parking lots and, and there would be see some tailgating at, at some of these events. So n- no congregation, no tailgating, none of that is, is now uh, allowed. That's more specific in the guidance. But two adult chaperones and siblings can, can be spectators as long as the 50% occupancy is, is maintained. Yes, I, I did hear, thank you. I did hear about some other communities having tailgate parties and Kind of, I was a little upset it ruined it for Medford because as a hockey mom myself, going to practices, seeing Medford coaches and parents fo- and children following the rules and then to have hockey wiped out for two weeks was, was, was tough to swallow. But after finding out what other city and towns were having to deal with, I, I understood it. Um, moving on from hockey, I'm assuming all other sports are under the same guidance that we had prior. And do we have any update on winter sports like basketball, um, are there any changes that anybody should know about or we're still sticking with the guidance? Oh, um, a lot of those, uh, so that guidance was released today and it, it's actually up on the website now. Um, and again, it depends on whether you're high risk, moderate risk or low risk sport. Uh, so what I said about the out of state, in state thing is, is for all high and moderate risk, if you're considered a lower risk uh, sport that doesn't apply, but um, moderate risk is basketball and hockey and outdoor football. Um, and again, they can all be played. They can all play games now. However, they have to wear masks at all times. Um, so that's that's the big change. That really uh, the higher risk, like uh, wrestling and some of those other 
sports, which are outlined, those have a little bit more uh, specific guidelines around having to cohort in groups and, and, and keeping with those groups. For all sports, rosters have to be maintained so we could do appropriate contact tracing um, uh, just Great. in case. Thank you. Um, another update is with regards to outdoor dining. I had previously signed an order that um, outdoor dining will, would be allowed until November 1st and today signed a new order extending outdoor dining for our restaurants that want to take part in outdoor dining. And that order will be in effect until 60 days after the state of emergency ends or until we make a new order um, to change that. Um, I really want the restaurants and our businesses to do everything they can to, to survive and stay in business and thrive in the future. So um, we did make, make that change today. Just wanted to let everybody know. I don't know if you have anything to add on that, but that is yeah, what it is. That, yeah, that's great. Doing a lot of work with the fire departments to look at the heating situations and, and seeing if those can happen for outdoor dining. And then I think just to discuss a bit the community spread and maybe where you're seeing the spread. I know that there's very little, if any, community spread within our schools, um, but could you maybe highlight what, what you've seen with the data over the last couple of weeks? So we're gonna be doing a really big deep dive into our data and seeing how we can report out information um, better and what, what, what we're lacking. Um, I've been on a few calls this week about about how we can report data a little bit differently. But what we're seeing and what every what most people are, are agreeing that they're seeing and what we really want to figure out is the household transmissions. Um, so like you said, we're not seeing it uh, in school. It's not an in-school transmission that, that's happening that's creating these cases. Um, it's households. It, it, it apparently, you know, once it, get, it gets into a household, it, it spreads like, wildfire. So, um, and that's what we're seeing. Now, what we want to obviously figure out is how's it getting into the households, right? Um, sometimes it's dad that comes home first positive. Sometimes it's mom, sometimes, you know, but where, where have they been? What have they been doing? Were they, you know, where have they been? Um, was it from work or, or from being, you know, in a restaurant? We don't know. Uh, and nobody knows at this point. Uh, I know the state's working hard to try to to dig that data out of uh, Maven as well, and and um, and we are we are as well um, trying to really ask people, and and we do ask cooperation. I know some people are hesitant to give us information sometimes because they're worried about getting people in trouble, but that's not going to happen. We're just trying to figure out, you know, what what we can do better and where where this is happening so we can address it. Okay. Um, and. Two, two more things. I guess what happens if next week we are in the red and we have to go to phase three, step one, what does that mean for Medford? Um, so there's a list, even, but the new gathering orders kind of already addressed that, but um, we will be down to the 50 person limit for outdoor gatherings, all indoor theater and performance venues uh, will be closed. Um, Gyms will be back down to a 40% capacity, as well as libraries will be back down to a 40% capacity limit. Currently they're at 50%. Um, and right now in restaurants, uh, music 
performances are allowed indoors, but there's no singing. Um, when we go back, uh, music performances will be allowed indoor, but there'll be no wind or brass instruments or singing. And then the last thing is uh, fitting rooms. Uh, we'll be back as far as being closed for most retail, only open for businesses that absolutely need it, like bridal salons and that type of thing. But as far as your typical clothing store, the fitting rooms will be closed. So those are the big, those are the major setbacks um, that we'll have to look at. But the gathering limit, I think, is, you know, for outdoor gathering, especially, you know, with the holidays, it's going to be tough to go down to 50 people. Um, oh, I think the holidays, it's going to be tough for people with only having 10 in their home for to celebrate. So it's going to be a tough, tough for families, unfortunately. Um, and I, I think just, just ending it, just to stress the importance of, you can't, people can't hear it enough, you know, just being vigilant. But I think it's important to point out that yesterday we saw the number 19 positive cases and we haven't seen a number like that since April. So we got to share the bad news too. And that is not good news. And it's just a wake up call. So um, it, just asking people to do the right thing. If you're taking your children to the park, please wear masks. If you're um, out taking a walk, you know, please wear a mask. It's hard. I can't, you know, it's hard. It's hard to go for a run and, and put a mask on. It's hard to be outside. It's, it's hard. Everybody's feeling the stress of it, but we really want to do what we can to stop the spread and to get back to normal as, as soon as we can and to make sure we don't surge any higher. So that's my closing, but Marianne, you're up. I guess I, I echo that. I mean, the best thing you can do and the only things we have right now, right? Uh, social distancing and mask wearing and, uh, you know, hand washing, but the mask wearing is so important. And I guess I would just say, you know, try to find a mask that you're comfortable with um, and, and just, you know, get used to wearing it. I know I wasn't comfortable at the beginning, but the more I wear it, the more it becomes, you know, just another part of the outfit, I guess. But there are masks, you know, you don't want the mask falling below your nose. That's not, that's not appropriate wearing. It has to cover your nose and your mouth. It can't be down here doesn't help. So a lot of the cloth masks, um, some of them have the wires that you can pinch and it makes it light. I know I wear glasses. So I like that because it helps with the fogging. Um, so try to find a mask that has that wire that actually hold it onto your nose. Uh, Cause that's what I see a lot of that. I see a lot of people have the masks on, but it's down the hair. And Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining me and helping what you do every day, trying to keep us healthy and safe. We appreciate it. And I'm sure the community appreciates you answering questions for us every week. So anybody out there has a question for next week, let us know. Thank you, everybody.